Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Cooper Villa channel. I'm Scott Cooper, and I'm here with Tommy Lazaridis and Noah Fisher to review Manchester United versus Aston Villa from the weekend. Not the result us villains wanted, but we can still get Europe. Be positive. Nine points or maybe eight points from the last four matches. And like Ron Saunders famously said, do you want to bet against us? So all that is coming up after this. Okay, so yes, we were at Old Trafford um, for the uh, top six clash between uh, Man United and Aston Villa. We were going there 10 games unbeaten. Everything was nice and rosy, but this is probably our biggest test for a while, Noah. And before we get into the match, um, we want to uh, talk about our poll. Yeah, so our poll is finished. It'll still be up there, so if you want to chuck a vote on it, you still can, but this will probably be the last time until maybe the end of the season we talk about uh, the award of player, oh, I guess fans player, uh, player of the season. Coupe de Villa's uh, player of the season. Yes. Um, so on Twitter, um, again, actually, thanks to everyone that voted, by the way. Um, on Twitter, Douglas Louise was the winner with 49% of the votes. So that's a, that's a, a big win on Twitter. Uh, Ollie Watkins with 33% was in second place. Uh, going over to YouTube, it's actually a bit, a bit closer between the top two. Douglas Louise, again, the winner, but this time with 34%. Ollie Watkins in second with 30%. And then Tyro Mings, 19%. Emmy Martinez, 11%. And little old Ashley Young, only 6%. But again, thanks to everyone that voted. Um, and yeah, Douglas Suiz is uh, is the Coupe de Villa for the first time ever. The, the first winner of the award, the Coupe de Villa player of the season. And um, yeah, and Dougie Louise, if you're out there, you are quite welcome to come on next week to pick up your reward. Um, we don't have anything for you, but yeah, you know, come on, bring Alicia. She's welcome to anytime. You anytime you're an open invitation to Coupe de Villa. Um, and um, Tommy, you wanted Dougie, to talk about. Dougie doesn't even have to come. Just send Alicia. Uh, <laughs> okay, Tommy, you wanted to uh, talk oh, no, about. Did they break up? Is that right? Oh, oh God! Up? Wow, wow! That's uh, that's. Doug I'm sorry, Dougie. I'm sorry. Um, but Noah, you want to? Um, Tommy, you wanted to talk about a few of the the subscribers in the comments. I will. Just going off the last, the last, uh, last little podcast ep with Tristan, and you know we welcome him. Um, you know, might, happy to have you know a few more cameos over the season. So it looks like we've got John Keeney. Haven't seen John comment, but welcome, John. Um, we beat United, we'll beat them all. You know, that, that lasted well, unfortunately. <laughs> big Cox, Big Paul, Big Paul Cox. Coxie. Uh, Jeffrey Koofer, Daddy Daddy Coops. We've got Bill Clee. Um, nice to meet you, Bill. Who else we got? We've got Bonnie Cooper. She's used her real name, her real alias. <laughs> Bonnie, if you're going to use your real name, please upload your bank details and your PIN number. You trust us that much. Uh, we've got Roger. Still don't know if it's Federer or Rabbit. Yet to be confirmed. And I'll have you know, Roger, I stand by my 7 deal predictions every week. There will be a time it happens. I, sometimes I'm predicting 7 deal, Sometimes I'm predicting Emery out. You never know what you're going to oh get. Oh, my God. <laughs> lost to United. Lost to United. Unai needs to go. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I had to say. Just the, that lasted just as... I feel like I was like, I don't want to take full credit for all the, uh, you know, all the, all the scintillating form. But ever since I said he wouldn't make England... He's now going to make England. So maybe I can crack open the Benteke shorts for that. Who knows? They've got to go. 
Well, that's it. We were we were we were talking before the podcast, Tommy. That your your shorts at the back that we you said you'd break the glass and wear them if we made Europe. Uh, you said they might be staying on the wall uh, after this result, but I, I, I hope not. I would happily deck myself and break the live on camera, Scott. Just so you know, might need <laughs> to apply some pixels around certain areas. Won't need much. Maybe one or two pixels will be good. <laughs> All right, who else we got? We've got Steve Hunt. Don't know if he's related to Mike Hunt, but it's Steve Hunt. We've got Muhammad Adam all the <laughs> way from Norway, and David King. Don't know if he's the uh, ex-North Melbourne legend, but we've got Dave. We've got Big Kingy. But no, um, obviously we welcome all the uh, all the all the comments. We welcome all the fans. I think we're seven off six hundred, if I'm correct, sitting on five ninety three. It's getting up so, there. Right. It's uh, it's exciting times, and uh, it's exciting uh, times for Villanova. Uh, if we get into the game now. Um, and yeah, obviously disappointing result, um, poor first half, I thought, um, but you know, I think, um, we can take some positives from the game. The second half was a bit better where we, um, created a few more chances, but, uh, I guess the big talking point for me was the, the high line in the first half. That was something a bit different, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, for sure. It actually feels weird to to lose a game i don't quite remember what it feels like to to lose it's been since february 18th i think was our last loss which was arsenal at home yeah and our last loss away from home was man city so it was even mm. before that so we've gone on quite wow. an extraordinary run um so sadly it's gone to an end but hopefully we can uh, win four on the bounce to end the season mm. um, i wasn't a touch on the high line i'm not sure if this is a an aston villa record or not but we caught manchester united offside seven times mm. on sunday so Wow, that's quite remarkable. Unfortunately, the one time we didn't catch them offside was um <laughs> when they they slipped on through, and I was pray, I was praying Martinez was going to just get that ball, but of course it's a uh, rat face Bruno that uh taps it in. Yeah, it was unfortunate. It a Do you reckon he could have parried it a bit better? I felt like I was, was thinking really that. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I, I felt, think I, felt I like... think it was um the the wet conditions that yeah. um and that when he when he parried it, it sort of you know got caught in the wet grass and didn't go as far as he probably hoped. But I mean, it shouldn't have happened. I think Konza switches off. Um, I agree. The, the ball goes over his head. Uh, he doesn't get back in time, and then. You know, Moreno does absolutely everything he possibly can to block the shot. And unfortunately, again, the wet conditions means the ball slips under his leg and bounces over Martinez. So there was a bit of misfortune about the goal, a bit of luck. But, you know, yeah. I, I can't say there was any luck in the result. We deserved to get beat. Um, United were the better side. And we there was quite a few players, Tommy, that sort of didn't really turn up. And I think the one guy who's getting probably the most flack on social media is um, Emmy Buendia. Buendia. Yeah. So yep. Yep. what did, what did you think about his performance? You know, sometimes I know he's patchy at times, but he still contributes another way, but I, I just felt he was completely anonymous and funny enough, he usually scores in these bigger games or at least has some key contributions. So yeah, really disappointing from Emmy. I mean, the whole team didn't really show up. Although one player I will say is, really hit the ground running since he's arrived. He's actually Alex Moreno. I think he was polling three or two votes in most of the Villa Australia pages. So, um, but yeah, no, really disappointing by him. He's usually that Mr. Reliable, Mr. Consistent, right? He's doing mm. a lot. He's either, you know, he's either involved in direct plays via goals and assists, or at least, you know, the build-up will start with him. But I just felt like he couldn't even get into any positions. Then again, it's not really easy when you've got Casemiro up your ass all game, right? So 
Um, I, I don't know. Like I said, even Ollie, I mean, like slipping and, you know, yeah. I, you wouldn't expect him to do these little things. I know the pitch was wet, but just on the for, in the, for, the form he's been in and I just hope we're not starting to die off end of the season. You know, like we caught Newcastle, maybe they were just on a bad day because they've just blitzed ever since the loss to Villa. And, you know, I just hope that we aren't starting to fade away. I mean, you look at Fulham, right? Mings is scoring the only goal. And, you know, I know some of the, you know, the, some of the, some of the comments in the thread on the previous pod was, you know, yeah, Fulham played them off the park. I'm like, we only won 1-0. Absolutely, I'd take a win, but you at least still want to, you want to see us at least pushing for Europe. Um, I know we've said with Emery, I think, Scott, you know, you're a big advocate of his testing things out, but... I don't, you know, right now, I think that would be okay if we're sitting like 10th to like 8th or 7th. But I think mm. we've literally got a good chance to clinch Europe, I think, just stick to what works and maybe take those risks in, in you know, pre-season after the season. Because, um, you know, if we can clinch Europe, if it's dirty football we've got to play, if it's unusual lineups, um, you know, sticking to, like concert, for example, right? does, does Carlos come straight in now and we stick to what actually works and, you know, as as if Concer and Mings, I know they've been a great partnership, but yeah, you know, was it a matter of you know a loss needs to happen to just revert to what works again? Um, you know, I think like right now it should be focus on Europe, and I don't know, I just think like taking risks and that it's important. I understand, but you know, with the next four games, I think we should really be focusing on at least eight nine points. And it's yeah, doable. well, I think like, I think we're going to need eight or nine. Um, and. Yeah, it is an interesting point. Do we go to someone like Carlos? He's been out for a long time. He hasn't played. He hasn't even come on for 10 minutes. You know, he's just, he, he's been on the bench since his injury. And um, yeah, it's a, that'd be a bit of a risk in its own way because Conte and Mings have been so good. Um, yep. I think personally, like the, the high line thing overall did work. Like even though we lost 1-0 and they scored the goal in a disappointing way. We were frustrating them in that sort of in 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 that sort of aspect. And I know a lot of people probably disagree with me there, but I think that you know we made them start hitting long balls all the time. Agreed. And most Agreed. and most of the time it was, you know, we were winning them. So um yeah, I mean, yeah, it was unfortunate the goal. And I guess, you know, with that sort of tactic, you know, it only has to you know, fail once and, you know, you, you're down. But I think probably some of our problems came from other positions that like maybe not closing down the guy on the ball when he was chipping it over the top um, and yep. keeping the ball ourselves. So, you know, yeah. um, no, um, I mean, like, yeah, Tommy spoke about the the chance for Ollie Watkins where he slipped over. Um, we had... John McGinn had a shot in the second half. Uh, there was a couple of overhead chances, like uh, Ollie Watkins tried one. Chambers tried one later on in the game. We saw a bit of John Duran, but we Dude. never really created anything really going forward. Yeah, I don't remember us making a really clear-cut opportunity besides, obviously, the, the, the Watkins slip. That was probably our biggest chance of the game if he stays on his feet. He's definitely tapping that in. He's not missing that. Um, yeah. And then we're up 1-0, right? Yeah, I think yeah. we would have been up 1-0 there. Um, yep. But unfortunately, football's a funny game. Watkins couldn't miss three or four weeks ago, and at the moment he can't score. Mm. So, you know, he's on. He's tied his yeah. Premier League high for 14 goals, but I was really hoping he could get 20. And, you know, if he needs a goal a game for six, I was really backing him in to get that. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, he needs to uh, get back in that form and hopefully start firing him in again. Um, AVFC Stato put something up. It's um, from Opta Data Analyst. 
So this is our percentage of where they think we're going to finish of data this season. So fourth, 0.0%. So fourth, I think we can probably all agree. I think that's done. Um, yep. Yep. Um, fifth is 2%. Mm. Sixth, 13.8. Mm. Seventh, 26.8. Mm. Eighth, 49.5. Ninth is 7.5. And 10th is 0.3. But yeah, I honestly so it... see us finishing seventh or sixth. I really do. Because Tottenham are rubbish, man. Tottenham are rubbish. Yeah, we say that, no, we say that, right? But they salvaged the point against United and Spurs are shit. And we thought United are shit. And United were kind of all over us, right? We had some chances, but they were the better team, right? Let's be real. And then they go and, you know, pull three out of their ass against Liverpool and they lose at the dying embers of the game. So Look, I Spurs think... are almost hitting this little patch of form. And I don't know, like, feel like when it matters, Newcastle are blitzing, Brighton are fucking putting teams to the sword. Yeah, they lost to Forest, but you know, then they then they retaliate like nothing happened. Yeah, well, yeah. thanks, Wolves. Thanks for doing us a favor. I mean, uh, you, just you, know, you just know they're going to rock up next week and give us a really tough game. I they're know. not going to lie it's, down like they did against Brighton. Um, it's, going to, it's going to the wire between Brighton. That's what I can see. And sadly, like I said, you know, yeah, there's stats, you know, United were offside seven times, but really we're going to remember this is the 1-0 that we lost. And, you know, I won't ever remember the offside stats. Come four games from now, if we miss out or we're level with Brighton, points matter right now because our goal yeah. difference is bloody atrocious compared to all the teams around us. It's almost like how we even up there sometimes. You look at our goal difference and the rest. There's been yeah. quite a few 1-0 wins. That's that's, that's what, what I mean, is. right? And, we're, um, we're grinding out wins, mm. but, you know... You look, you look at your Newcastles, you look at your Brightons, they're putting f- three, four, five past teams at the moment. Yeah, and that means that they can take their foot off the pedal earlier, make subs earlier, and you know, and manage the games. I mean, thankfully for us, we don't have as many games as Brighton, um, Liverpool, some of the other teams around us. So they're going to be playing sort of Wednesday, oh, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Sunday, whatever. And it could you know, come to catch up with them, especially Brighton, I think, because they've got Man City, Arsenal, Newcastle still. They've got some really tough games and they've got to play us on the last game um, at Villa Park mm-hmm. as well. We're getting a knack. We're get, it's, I think we're playing away though, right? No, we're no, right at home. That's at home in the last game. We're, they, we're getting a knack at Brighton on the, on the last day. Yeah. And, I mean, they're flying at the moment. They are a good t- team and, you know, uh, it's it's one of those games you could well and, basically and what you want yeah you Sorry, could you, any of those four teams could finish in any of those four positions Liverpool Liverpool Spurs us and Brighton Spurs. I'm not what I'm not worried about Spurs I genuinely think it's between us and Brighton for six I think Liverpool have hit that little patch of form Arnold's now playing midfield apparently some fucking revelation which is really not let's be real you know um, I think Liverpool will cement fifth. Um, I think Newcastle will be clear fourth. There'll be a big gap between fourth and fifth, and it'll yeah. be us and Brighton on on gate, you know, deadline day. So, and I'll make so some Scott. outrageous predictions, but I think that's probably the most realistic one. And the one player I think we're missing right now is bloody Kamara. Then Duncan's good. He's makeshift. He's doing the job. But Kamara, I think, would have been a, a big difference. Um, I'm pretty sure. Night. I'm pretty sure he's available for this game coming against Wolves. I'm pretty sure yeah. he's back. Slotting straight in, mate. Teams are completely different complexion with him. But our, our two games at home, Tottenham and Brighton, they're massive. If we don't get maximum, well, we got return, no, no. We, we need we need at least four points between those two. I, I I think if we get six, right, we get six points, and we're well on our way. 
Like I, yeah. uh, we've got Liverpool, right? I'd take, Liverpool I'd take away, three yeah. wins and a lot. Realistically, right, if it's eight points, well, eight points isn't even doable because it's win-win. It's draw, either draw. seven. It's win-win, draw, draw. seven, nine. Two, two seven, wins and nine. two draws. Two wins, two draws. Nah, two, that no, would do no, it. No, no, there'll be a there'll be a. I think Liverpool will be a loss. I'm not, I'm not being, you know, a negative Nelly, but I think they've just hit their straps at the right I time. Agree. And they always do, right? This is I not agree. Liverpool where, you know, under Benitez. So I think I think I think realistically it'll be um seven points. I think between Brighton or Spurs, one will be a draw, one will win. I think we'll beat Wolves, but I think we'll lose to Liverpool. And that is the most optimistic. Uh that you know, I wouldn't even say that's pessimistic at all. And no, I'll take I mean, that. Yeah. Um, all, and if we do yeah. end up finishing eighth, I think we we've got to sort of see it as what it is. Like it's still a good oh, season. Yeah, but it's like it's like, but we were there, Scott. That's the problem. You know, now we rue well, those silly losses. You know, I think we had like three in a row, and then we went on that magnificent run. Don't I think it was like Leicester, right? When... That's the that's the only game out of those ones because obviously I know exactly. we could have got something from Arsenal. I know we could have, right? But we got unlucky. But they were flying at that stage. They were flying. Man City was always me a tough one. The one that I that as you said, the, it's the Leicester one because you got to think the other games we've lost under Emery. The only ones we lost have been Man City, Arsenal, Liverpool, and United. Well, like Let's it's 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 the Steven Gerrard games, really. Yeah, exactly. Like that's the real issue here. Um, but that's the real problem. We're sitting clear third. I think they said if if we did from when Emery arrived, we're sitting clear third. Mm. And you know, and I think that will continue next season. And um, but yeah, I mean, getting into Europe, even if it was the Conference League seventh spot, it. would be fantastic. Would be amazing. And I still think Wait, we can do it. Europe on seventh. What's yeah, conference? Sorry, you- Conference. It's, it's, it's the third division of European football, pretty much. It's, right. a, it's only been around. It's only been around for like three seasons, two, what three is, seasons. What does the winner out of the European Conference get? Do they get Champions League? Or they is get, they Europa get Europa League. Ah, uh, okay. Which still, I mean, I take seventh. It's probably a good step for us, Scott. I right? think. I think is. I think we could win that. Yeah, like, honestly, I, I mean, West Ham win. are in the semi-finals currently. Well, They're playing AZ like... Alkmaar, and the other yeah. semi-final is um, Fiorentina against some Belgium side. So They're still good teams, man. You know, like and it's almost a stepping stone. Like we probably don't need to blow the budget in one go and then mm. maybe start progressing into Europe. I'd laugh if we actually finish top six the season after, but we also win the conference one. Yeah. I'll, could, ta- I'll take it. I'll, I'll take it. Um definitely. Speaking of, you know, uh all, all the all these fun times, um we've got we've got I think I saw Cameron Archer rumor. Um Carrick wants to buy him and I heard Villa won't let him go for less than 20. I don't see him leaving. I, I think see if, we make the, if we make the Europa or Conference, I think that's where they're gonna, you know, they're gonna have some great exposure. I agree. Yep. I agree. Absolutely, and we got so many good young talent that we can like, we can use that competition, you know, for that, you know, for to bring them through, and then you yeah, know, I agree. we, I think we'll make a lot of signings this summer if we do make Europe, especially, um, just to fill the squad because the squad is looking very bare. I mean, you know, I think. To the weekend, and I think if we had a Coutinho on the bench, he would have been perfect. Or, um, you know, if we had Kamara, Bailey, I think a Bailey yeah, or Bailey, Bailey yeah, yeah, definitely, and um, something different because we couldn't really break him down, and we kept on trying I to the same like, thing. 
I think I think Traore and Bailey are good, but they stay out wide too much. I really think we need someone that's going to cut in and actually create. Vascatania. As opposed that's to just dribble and cross or dribble and shoot. It's, you know, they're very predictable. That's that's literally Catania on a nutshell. Yeah, they're, they're too one-footed, really. Um, they don't go the other way enough. I mean, Bailey, because he's got a bit more pace than Traore, he probably does it a bit more. But, um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if you're a good fullback, I Bailey on the opposite wing. I feel like Bailey and Moreno could actually be a deadly duo on the left. Look, I'm I'm open to. It. I think it's just like a one of those things in football that's cyclical. Like everyone has inverted wingers these days. Like nobody wants to like put balls into the box, but when you've yeah. got an Ollie Watkins who is a physical presence, wins headers, holds the ball up, can you know get in front of his man and get to that near post, and I'm sure he would prefer it the other way you know, with um, a left footer on the left side to get balls into him, then someone is just going to cut in on their stronger side and have a shot, you know, every every time, that, you know, they go forward. So, yeah, I mean, it, I think that could be definitely worth an option, but I don't I don't just see it because no one does it these days. No, it's, it's crazy, isn't it? Mm. Um, what else we got? What else we got? The women, they... Uh, they, they lost to United they lost as well. To United, and but they they were in that game right until the end. They lost in the last second of the match, three two. Rachel Daly put us ahead twice in that match, and um, she's, she's unbelievable. Just, by the way, she's I think she got nineteen goals in the Super League this season or something. Yeah, she's equal top scorer now with those two goals again. And I think they've got two games left, maybe two. How or... many? Uh, how many offsides in the women's game? <laughs> Come on, Noah, mate. Equality. Well, I'm just, <laughs> no, just, just going off as to ABFC uh, I think that question's yeah, offside. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, I don't I know you, I about you know Layman touch. I bet you know how many times Layman touched the ball. No idea, mate. It was, <laughs> it was a very early kickoff, actually, for, yeah. for us Melburnians. I think it was like yeah. a 6 30 or 5 30 kickoff. Where, where, it was where, a Friday night, wasn't it? What was that? Was it Friday night? Yeah, Friday night. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Man, um, a... they're they're fifth in the league, Tommy. They're, Best of the rest. They're just outside the big four, so um, they've they've done well, and um, I'm sure they'll continue and see out a very good, very good season. Um, Pretty good season. Well, how's, how's the how's the youth going? How's the twenty ones going? I think they've been going okay. The twenty ones. I'm pretty sure yeah, they they, they beat. Do they beat? They won their last game of the season last week. I think. I think so. Yeah, I'm not too sure, but we can we can maybe look at that in a future, you know, um, podcast. You know, we can um, do some research and uh, see who's performing in that under twenty three side. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's look forward to Wolves because you know local derby, big match. They just got pumped six nil by Brighton. Um, can you see anything in this game apart from a win? Um, do you th- or do you think it's going to be maybe tougher than it looks on paper? Because no, I, I think I think we've got more to prove than them right now. This is almost a nothing season for them. Yeah, they're probably you know like they'll just take it on the chin. I reckon their team will probably get dismantled end of the season. Yeah, I think yep. so as well. But I think I think a lot of their players will go. Yeah, like they got Cunha and all these guns, but I don't reckon they're happy there. Oh, they're not. They're not performing. Yeah. They're not performing. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think guys... we've got a lot more to prove than them. I think we've got a lot more to prove than them, and I think under pressure, Emery's been rock solid. So uh, the only thing you know, I think we we'll go against us, Tommy, is for Wolves. It's their. It's honestly, it's their biggest match of the season. This 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 is their derby. This is their Villa Blues. You know they they like they look for it is it is it is 
It's, you know, it's, it's kind of sad, really, but it is. No, it is kind of sad, but for them, up. it's their big game. They they can't wait to host oh, us. I know, yep. mate. I know. But get, get the ice packs, mate, because they're coming off a six nil fisting from Brighton, right? That can't be fun. <laughs> That's it. Well, hopefully, I mean, like it, it all points towards a Villa win, and there should be a Villa win. You'd think. I, I but... think. I think it'll be something like a two nil. I don't think we'll concede. I think we've got a lot to prove. I think the the, the lads will be raring to go. If Kamara comes straight in, I think we'll be pretty calm. Um, yeah, we're, really we're not we're not hearing we're not hearing we're not hearing much from that that knob end that Wolves fan that made all those. No, songs. he does. He he puts stuff on Twitter like he's trying to be funny. Okay, um, what he does is he puts like mathematical equations how Villa can still get relegated. Right, and then when it was like impossible, he put it one up. It was like Villa can still go down three point three point deduction for financial yeah. fair play, one point for fielding a unregistered play, all this kind of BS like that he's doing. And people are like, oh, I was getting old now, mate. Like, yeah, he's uh, he's obsessed, and um, a lot of them are. But um, hopefully, we give him a good spanking next week, and we uh, we show them who's boss and who's who's the best team in the Midlands. Uh, it's going to be a tough game, though, Scott. I still think it's going to be a tough game. I mean, they're they're coming off a six nil thumping. Yeah. Well, they're gonna they're not going to lie down again, as you said. I think it's only going to be a two one win for us. I really do. So two one. You're saying two nil, Tommy. I'll say. Uh, I'll say one nil because I think we're sort of struggling to score at the moment, but I still think we'll get over the line and do enough and maybe, you know, a last minute goal. I remember it was El Ghazi got a last minute goal. Yeah, there. That, was, that was a penalty in yeah. lockdown season to draw, yeah. the, no, to win the game. Win, win the, game. the game. Yeah. 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 But he had a, he had a, he had a, he had a belter of a game. I remember Martinez had a, Martinez saved a Dendonka shot from like 10 yards out mm. in that game there as well. So. But, um, Interesting. I wonder well, kind I, of, what I, kind of reception he'll get. Oh, I've already got booed, but yeah. Nah. What, what, well, what's he done wrong? He got yeah. sold. Exactly, but he got sold to us, so they're going to give him a hard time. Oh well. Oh, we, we threw the highest offer. Why would you not? He joined. He joined the best club in Birmingham. That's so. it. Like they're, they're a Portuguese club these days. Anyway, they're not, not even Belgian. English. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, well, so there you go. Uh, so we should probably wrap up there. There's, you know, it was a pretty boring sort of match. There wasn't a lot going on, especially from our end. And, um, oh yeah, before we do go, Noah wants to say something. So I'll hand it over to you. So Roger actually put a comment on the last podcast. I know Tommy alluded to this before about a, an idea for a video for next season, how we should like do a point system for our predictions, which I think that's something we might start for next season because we'll do it from every week do a tally for the whole season um but what do people actually want to see from us obviously coming into next season what content would they like to see let us know like is there anything you want us to do obviously we just kind of do match reviews at the moment but if you want to see match previews you want to see other videos yeah just i think comment down below and would we'll you, like, see would you like more would you like more erotic content we're happy <laughs> we're open to any ideas well, if we can make it, if we make it to Europe, we're going to see you in those shorts. So that that'll be maybe. Right. Um... I'll I'll be doing a live hammering of the uh, hammering <laughs> of the frame. Yeah, putting them on. So I'll be wearing Benteke shorts that probably aren't washed. So, Brilliant! Uh, yeah, I can't no, wait. I, I, if... I, I legit. I actually asked my dad. Said, "Dad, where's the hammer?" The other day. <laughs> <laughs> I need to dust it off. So, well, if it means no. we're in Europe, I'll be glad to see it myself. So, oh, yeah, that'll be awesome. Mate. So, I think it's doable. I think it's doable. I just think we've made it a bit harder on ourselves. But I'm, I'm really backing us, honestly. You know, normally, I mean, like United was just crap, but I think they had our chances. You know, like they, they played well. My brother's, a, you know, he's a United fan. He goes, no, he goes, you guys had your chances. So, 
He's usually Mr. Modest, so if he says that, I'm taking it. But yeah, I, I do I do foresee it coming down to the to the last game of the season. Yes, yeah, um, and I think that's when we'll see really what Emery's capable of. Um, I well, back him in any high pressure environment, and um, I think Ten Hag got the best of him last time as well. Yeah, but but you know he's got the best of pretty much any, anyone he's coming up against. So I'm I'm going to back him in, and we got to start at the at Molyneux this weekend, Saturday, three p.m. kickoff. Let's get the three points, and we will be back to review that game next week. So up the villa, and we will we'll catch you next time. See you later. Woo!